So you ask 3,000 consumers to rank their top brands. You ask a very select panel of marketing and advertising experts to rank the top brands. The results, of course, are different. What does that tell us? This is the Unleashed on Marketing podcast with Gary Bembridge. In each podcast, I draw on over 25 years of experience to look at what we can learn from a new trend, marketing or advertising campaign, or anything else that caught my eye. Visit GaryBembridge.com to contact me. But now, it's time to get unleashed on marketing. The Superbrands organization, an organization which tracks brands and rights and consults on branding, every year does a survey where they take a look at the consumer's choice of the top 500 brands focused in the United Kingdom. They literally get 3,000 consumers of all ages from about 16 or so up to way into the 70s and 80s to rank brands. What they then did this year for 2007-2008 is they also got a panel of brand and advertising experts, quite an old, you know, auspicious panel, that's the right word, to rank brands. In reality, what the most interesting thing about the two is the fact that the consumer list of the brands that the consumers consider to be the top brands and the brand expert lists are quite different, with something like seven or eight of the top ten being very different. So what can we learn from the two lists? And I think there's a couple of things we can learn. But let's first of all take a look at what the consumer's top 10 list of brands were. And I'm going to do them in reverse order. Number 10 is Cadbury, a brand which had been subject to both legal and PR disasters with salmonella in their chocolate. And this kind of shows that despite all terrible publicity, is sometimes maybe publicity and top of mindness is as good as you know, none at all. Number nine was Mercedes-Benz. Number eight, Guinness. Number seven, Lego, the little plastic box. Number six was British Airways. Again, a little bit like Cadbury had not had a very good year with uh, some groundings due to security and other issues. Huge, massive problem with thousands and thousands and thousands of kind of suitcases being stranded. And again, it still came in at number six, out of a list of 500 of top brands. At number five, BP, another brand which had been in the press for terrible uh, results, scandals around their outgoing uh, CEO or chairman, or it was Lord Brown, and also huge issues over safety um, and huge issues over environmental issues. But they were at number five. Number four, the BBC, again, an organization with all sorts of hoo-ha and stuff over uh, phone votes and rigged shows and dishonesty etc and yet still despite all the bad publicity still respected and at number four at number three one of the fastest rising was google and probably of that list of top 10 we'll see is probably the only really kind of new brand if you like um, in the top 10 number two coca-cola and number one microsoft again an organization that's often thought of as being kind of negative so that's Cadbury 10, Mercedes-Benz 9, Guinness 8, Lego 7, British Airways 6, BP 5, BBC 4, Google 3, Coca-Cola 2, Microsoft number 1. However, 
When you take a look at the brand experts, they have a very different top 10 list. At number 10 is Waitrose, the supermarket chain. Number 9, Tesco, the supermarket chain. Number 8, Red Bull, used by many a marketing and advertising man or woman as an example of 360 degree communications, a big creative idea, etc. And yet doesn't really feature in the top 10 from a consumer's perspective, as it is kind of more of a niche brand. Number seven, Coca-Cola. Number six, BBC. So BBC and Coca-Cola making their mark. Now in the top five, which are probably the most interesting, is eBay at number five, Mini at number four, iPod at number three, Apple at number two, and Google at number one. So only Google BBC and Coca-Cola consistent across the top 10. Also very interesting, and I thought it was particularly interesting from brand experts, that they've separated out Apple as one brand and iPod as a completely separate brand. Very interesting. Also, if you take a look at the top five, they have Google, an online property effectively, eBay, an online property, and I guess iPod kind of bridging the two between iTunes, which is a fundamental part of iPod, and iPod. I think the list's are very interesting and again they're ranking and you just need to kind of take them more as directional than anything else because they're not based on size and sales which some of the other surveys such as Interbrand and Business Week do and I'll comment on those in a separate podcast at some point of time because I think some interesting things just about the value of brands and how they're growing this is more about people's kind of rankings of how they associate and what they feel about them so this is interesting and it's more than just that the brand experts have chosen more modern and technology based brands. But what can what can we learn? I think the first thing we learned, as I said there, is bad publicity is not always a bad thing in these kinds of surveys because it does keep the brand top of mind and it does keep people thinking and discussing about the brands. And although the media often picks up on the negative issues, often there's much more to these brands. BBC is more than just a few kind of shows and a few people which have kind of done a few dishonest things. BP is much bigger than a few issues around uh, which are very serious issues, but people realize they're bigger than just issues around safety and environment. There is a much bigger organization, a much bigger brand on there, and there are, are things that aren't going quite right. The same with Cadbury's. But the brand export cho- brand expert choice, I think, is very, very interesting because I think that this is a list that we should look at and really, as marketeers and advertising people, really think about because I think it shows us brands that are starting to push the boundaries. They're brands that are starting along a process to stand out of the, the crowd of brands and act differently. And we've got to bear in mind that you know the consumer and consumer behavior always lags behind because consumers have history, they have habits, and these are going to take a while to evolve and change. So many of these brands that are currently in their top 10 are used across many age groups. But things like eBay, although they're growing very fast, there's still a lot of people like my parents or whatever that are only just starting to talk about and maybe experiment with them. So I think the brand export choice is very interesting because there are brands that are starting to push the boundaries. And as marketeers, I think it's interesting to look at how Google are growing and expanding as they start to both not only build a brand, but look how to expand that brand. Very interesting. Apple, of course, with its real kind of groundbreaking and distinctiveness in design and different ways of, of kind of solving the whole issue around home computing. iPod and iTunes trying to reinvent the way that people consume music. Mini, again, reinventing the whole driving experience and the whole way of launching cars. eBay, again, a whole different kind of new model. And I think we know there's a lag effect. There is always a lag effect in what we do in advertising and in marketing. And we know that, for example, if you start dropping advertising spend, 
Often it takes a while for the real effect to happen. The same as when you start to increase spend, sometimes it takes a lag effect. And if you just look at little slices in time, you don't always see the true effect. And I think that's what's helpful as we start to look at the brand experts list. And I think it will be very interesting to see if the brand experts list is more of a prediction of next year and the year beyond. And maybe what actually Superbrand should think about doing is billing the consumer's top 10 of today as a list of today. And actually be using the experts more as what are the future top consumer brands going to be? Google, Apple, iPod, Mini, eBay, etc, etc. What do you think? Why don't you leave a comment? You've been listening to Unleashed on Marketing with Gary Bembridge. Why don't you join the debate and get unleashed yourself? All you need to do is visit garybembridge.com and add your comments to the debate on this week's topic. While there, why not read the Unleashed on Marketing blog and sign up for the updates. So join the debate and add your views at Unleashed on Marketing at GaryBembridge.com.